Fuck you. That's my name. <laughs> I woke up with a headache. I had a hangover. I had two beers last night and didn't even get a buzz, and I woke up with a hangover. Because you're old. I woke up with the hate shits and a headache. Because <laughs> you're old. Like, what the fuck is happening to me? Middle age. God damn it, man. So we're talking about middle age, and this is Sharks Cross Hollywood, and we're going to talk about a movie where nobody actually will ever reach middle middle age because they all die. First rule of a found footage movie. Everybody has to die. Everybody dies. Except for one person, which nope. we will get to. Everybody dies. No, she didn't die. She is 100% dead. Anyways, we're talking about Cloverfield. Apparently, it's Matt Reeves' birthday somewhere around the time that this is going to come out. <laughs> So that's remember. a good enough excuse. <laughs> yeah, we're a little late on the Matt Reeves thing because the Batman came out in fucking month. Is it March? Did it come out in March or did it come out in fe- at the end of February? I can't remember. March, the beginning of March 4th, okay. I think. I was there on, if it wasn't opening weekend, then I was there the next weekend. Were you there opening weekend? Yeah, opening next? weekend. So I think I, I think I was there the week after. You went and saw it opening weekend, then we had our podcast, and then I went and saw it the very next week because you were like, fucking watch it so we can talk. Oh yeah, probably. So... Matt Reeves, happy fucking birthday. The Batman was really good. Yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. My son didn't like it. Make a sequel and don't fuck it up. My oldest son, he texts me. He's like, well, saw the Batman. Not a fan. Because he's I, trying to be edgy and cool. I can't even wrap my head around that, trying man. To, that movie was a blast. Everybody's jumping on Christopher Nolan's balls. And he's great. Hey, I'll, I'll, I'll give him that. No hate for Christopher Nolan, but like the movie can be good and not be that, too. <laughs> That's what everybody's going to compare it to. Everybody is forever going to compare every Batman movie that ever comes out to The Dark Knight. Yes, The Dark Knight is better. But The Dark Knight Rises wasn't better. I think The Batman's better than The Dark Knight Rises. Oh, it definitely is. The by, a, Knight, by a lot. I like I liked The Dark Knight Rises. I enjoyed I The Dark Knight pretty Rises. good, but I, it's not great. Yeah, I thought right. The Dark Knight Rises was a three out of five. It was good, which was the the low point of that franchise because it's a great franchise. Nolan knocked, the, knocked it out of the park with those first two, especially the second one. This one, this one's a four star, and that's on first viewing. I'm willing to amend that upon subsequent viewings if it holds up leave christopher nolan's batman shit has nothing to do with anything yeah we're not talking about the (laughs) batman and we're not talking about the dark knight we're talking about cloverfield we're talking about cloverfield a found footage movie that annoyed the piss out of me because when i really when it came out on dvd i worked at hastings and i had to hear everybody come in every day going i need to take this back it made my head hurt it made me and my wife sick Oh my God. I can't imagine how much shit you must have heard because I got a headache just from hearing that from the people around me. And I didn't even work in a goddamn video store. I worked in a data entry department. Okay. So it was rough. I'm surprised you didn't shoot somebody, honestly. Well, I'm a little more sympathetic to that now because I get motion sickness too. For some reason, movies have never done it for me. I watched this twice and I'm like, fine. Yeah. Rachel looked at it and she's like, nope. <laughs> I can't do it. Just immediately out. She watched the first 12 seconds and was like, fuck that. We can all agree Cloverfield's a really good movie, right? Because I'm going to praise it as much as I can. Because I love this fucking movie, but I'm going to make fun of it too. It is 100% fair game. You're not kicking someone while they're down by picking on this. I'm going to talk about how TJ Miller's kind of a trash person, but... <laughs> yeah uh watching this in (laughs) In watching this now (laughs) tj miller was a rough casting choice (laughs) he's it's a bummer that he sucks as a person because he's really funny and i like his acting stuff 
I did. I was not in love with TJ Miller no? from the beginning. Oh, from really? the first time I watched it, he's the weak link. Really? Yes. He, he kind of makes me laugh. No, he. I found him irritating from the very first viewing. But <laughs> the rest of the movie is so good that I was like, all right, cool. You know, that's fine. You know, obviously he serves a purpose. He's there to be the camera person. But honestly, this whole time I was watching it, all I could think was, you know what you should have done is found a cameraman who could act. Because clearly acting isn't what they were going for. They went for TJ Miller because he could improv cameraman lines and kind of be comic relief. So acting is not his strong suit. He's not a good actor. He's not, he doesn't act well in this movie. So why not find someone who could operate the camera the way you want and could act and cast them in it? He wasn't really operating the camera. I know he wasn't operating the camera. That's the thing. They had a camera operator and then they had TJ Miller doing voiceover. Just get yourself a cameraman who can act and then he, you can actually have those spinning shots or whatever in it and it won't look so awkward because admittedly upon rewatching, there are some awkward ass scenes. And there always are because found footage is fucking weird. Yeah. Yeah, found footage is a hard one to pull off convincingly, especially upon the rewatch. Also, this movie's super bleak. You think you're going in for something fun <laughs> because it's a it's a monster movie, and even even at the end of the, the original Godzilla, they killed him. Everything was kind of fine. <laughs> I, I don't, the monster doesn't, the monster's not dead. The nope. monster's not dead at the end of this fucking movie. Nope, the monster's doing fine. <laughs> you can hear him. Doesn't he like, doesn't it like, boom, boom, you see the, hear the bomb and then you hear, or yep. something. <laughs> And then, oh, I'm, I'm I'm jumping way to the end here. Did you did you watch the entire credit scene? Because I don't think I ever uh, credit scene. No, no credit scene. Right at the end of the credits, I've never stayed for this. Uh-huh. You hear somebody whisper, "Please help us!" I'm like, God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> no. That is new for me. I was not aware of that. I actually didn't see the last, I'm going to say, 30 seconds because apparently I loaned out my disc to someone and they fucked it up. I checked for scratches. I couldn't find a single scratch. So I'm thinking it was a label side scratch because I don't know what your copy looks like, but my copy, the label side, looks like it was run through a machine. I don't remember. I haven't seen it in so long. I watched it on HBO Max. I can't remember if it looked like that when I bought it, though. Do you have the DVD or the Blu-ray? Blu-ray. And it just, at the point where he flips the, like they're in the, the little arch, right? And at the point when he flips the camera over and he's kind of talking to her, you know, like saying, hey, we just, we got a bunker down here, you know, where he's kind of saying that it fucking froze. And that was the end of it, man. I couldn't get any further than that. Let's talk about actual Cloverfield. I don't even know. Okay. Let's talk about it. <laughs> Came out in 2008. I always said that, oh, I went to Iron Man and saw the trailer for this. I did not go to Iron Man and see the trailer for this. I went to Transformers and saw the trailer for this. Oh, okay. A teaser trailer, which is one of the best fucking teaser trailers ever. We speculated all fucking year about what it was we didn't know what bad robot was because we never watched any watch Lost. shows no we never neither my friend and i that i went to see transformers with no idea so we're just we're both like what the fuck is that oh and we saw the poster <laughs> with the statue of liberty with no uh-huh. head we're just like what the hell is this fucking movie and then in the teaser trailer of course the statue of liberty head fucking flies into the street what is this weird thing is it a robot is it an alien is it what is it i Remember that when I saw the trailer, I did know what Re- Bad Robot was. And that was pretty much all I remember because that was pretty much all I needed at that point. I loved Lost so much that I was like, all right, I'm in. And then I think the Star Trek trailer played during Iron Man. Yeah, Star Trek didn't, <laughs> Star Trek didn't grab me. 
I thought it was pretty good because I'm not a Star Trek fan. Well, Star so. Trek, Star Trek's fine. Don't get me wrong. The, the Star Trek, the J.J. Abrams Star Trek is a perfectly valid adaptation. It, in many ways, uh, I can understand why people like it better than the original series, you know? I mean, I was into Next Generation and Deep Space Nine, but it's not like I was ever like a hardcore fanboy or anything. I just liked them. You know, I enjoyed watching them. I'd watch them every week. I'd probably go back and watch the original Star Trek and enjoy it a little bit. You probably would. I mean, it's got a real B-movie feel to it. Yeah, which apparently is my thing now. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, you don't say. So There's no way the audience could have guessed that based on the movies we've done so far. No, never. And this is a... (laughs) This could have been a B movie, but... Oh, absolutely. I I mean, it kind of is. It's like an A, B movie. It is. God, it is so dark, though. It's so... Not dark, like, it's dark looking, too, but, like, it's dark and sad and... For a fucking monster movie? Jesus. It's kind of a fun monster movie, too. I mean, that is in large part due to having T.J. Miller do the voiceover. You know, like, it's it's impossible to get too grim when that guy's voice... I can't even fucking do an impression of him. He's he's too... Derpy? Dweeby is yeah. maybe the word. Like, he's just got a natural dweebiness him to his, his voice. Him and his weird fat face. <laughs> And he, of course, if you, if you don't know who he is, if you don't know who T.J. Miller is, he plays Weasel in Deadpool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, Weasel is his name. I, think. I can't remember the character's name, but he's he's Deadpool's like man behind the bar. Which I always thought he was funny in that. He's like, I go with you, but I don't want to. I really like that line. No, he was he was he was really good in that. I just feel like he was miscast in this. You know, we needed a I don't know. I mean, they did. They they really Abrams knew what he was doing. It's not like they needed comic relief and somebody who could kind of I get it. It's just like he he's he just gets to be so much by the end of it. Like (laughs) even his friends, like you can tell just by the way Rob says his name. Yeah, like serious. It's like, would do you really need to HUD like (laughs) HUD, like, come on, like you just want to see, he just wants to say shut the fuck up but you can't keep saying fuck which by the way i don't buy at all this takes place in new york yeah, where there's... in the words of lewis black fuck isn't even a word it's a comma <laughs> and no one says fuck during the entire movie not a, not they, a single one they don't even use the one fuck which when they lizzie don't. kaplan explodes tj miller should have been like what the fuck yeah, yeah, that scene was sad too. I'm, I'm thinking about it now, and I'm like, wow, this movie's kind of depressing. Oh, it's very dark. Oh man, it's very dark. But that's what I like about. It. I like the darkness. What do we even open on? It's just like a, a government seal that says yep. like property of the U.S. government. This is code name designate Cloverfield. No, uh, uh, footage found oh, at yeah. site uh, formerly known as something Central something Park something, or something formerly known as Central or uh, yeah, formerly known as Central Park designate Cloverfield. Something like that. Just remember, everybody, this was only seven years after 9-11. Yeah, that was... Uh, <laughs> that, I kept thinking about that the whole time I'm watching it. Like, fuck. This was like, the fir- this was like the first movie to kind of push the boundaries on that one. Yeah, it seems that way. I can't really... Like, yeah, after this came out, they're just like, oh, fuck it. Let's destroy New York again. This was kind of the signal. When this did well financially and everybody kind of liked it, it was like, okay, we can finally start terrorizing New York <laughs> once again. So we start off with a... With a bunch of happy stuff. It's Rob and Beth hanging out in, in Beth's, apparently her dad's place, because her dad's a rich asshole. We don't actually know if he's an asshole or not, but he's he's, he's rich. rich. He's definitely rich. He's got this huge apartment overlooking Central Park with this gorgeous view. This It's a really nice apartment. Yeah, that place is stupid expensive. I want my dad to be that rich. Hey, dad, get a better job, you piece of shit. 
Yeah, that's the problem, his job. So they're having a good time, and we can tell they kind of like each other. I mean, they obviously like each other because he wakes her up naked in bed. Yeah. So <laughs> they just got done fucking. They're close. Let's put it that way. They're close enough for that. They're and close enough for that. A funny moment happens where Beth grabs the camera and starts filming Rob, and he's like, no, just but do it from the face up, because, you know, she's like, what, you don't have anything to show anywhere? Like, nobody was going to pay to see this, and he's like, well, you've <laughs> never been to 12chesthairs.com? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the relationship between them is, is is very sweet. It just, you know, it turns sour so quickly. It's the basis for the entire fucking movie, though. She's the reason the monster comes. Definitely. They fucked and summoned the monster. That's what it... This is, this is like a, a, a kaiju version of Jason Voorhees. It knew there was fucking going on. Yes. And it had to come put a stop to that shit. That's why Jason died first. Wait, is there a character named Jason who literally... Yes. Which character is that? That's his, his brother. His name was Jason. After Beth and Rob are done being all cute, the camera immediately cuts. So this is also one of those ones where all the stuff where Beth and Rob are being being all cutesy and stuff happened a month or like three three weeks prior to the events that are actually going to be happening. And like we're recording attack. over the tape. And, and we're recording happening. over the tape and Rob does get all sad about that later. So we cut to Jason and Lily. They're, they're a couple and Jason is Rob's brother. They're... They're, they're getting married at some point. Uh, they're getting shit from this little corner store. I want to live in New York. It looks fun until the monsters come. I think they call it a bodega. A bodega. And they're getting shit from this bodega for a going away party that they're throwing for Rob because he got a job in Japan. Fun. Congratulations, Rob. Vice President. Oh my God, that's so amazing. I feel like somebody's being sarcastic and they're like, I was up for that job. Fuck this guy. <laughs> And Jason's operating the camera right now, and, and Lily tells him, you know, you gotta, you're gonna be get, getting testimonials from everyone. And he's like, I don't want to do that. That sounds stupid. Why are we doing that? <laughs> and why are you doing it on camera? Because he, they, Rob, they want Rob to be able to take it with him and watch it every night. No, why are they having this conversation on camera? Oh, because, I'll tell you why. Because you have to set it up. Because you have to set it up, and he's <laughs> he's learning how to work the camera. We couldn't just trust that the audience is smart enough to figure that out when people start saying, goodbye, Rob, it's so great that you got the job. No. No, we have to shoot all that shit because we have to spoon feed the... I don't have a ton of gripes about this movie, but I'm going to be so curmudgeonly about every single one of them just because this is a really good movie. I feel like it's one of those, it's as perfect as a found footage movie is ever going to get for the most part. I don't know that I agree with that. I, I think the Blair Witch Project is better. And more perfect. Uh, I do like the Blair Witch Project, though. Cannibal just... Holocaust. Now, now, look, <laughs> don't get me wrong. It might not be the kind of thing you ever want to watch. But if you're talking about the contrivance of the found footage, it's done really well. Yeah, that actually has a reason for being found footage. I mean, this does, too. He actually give it a pretty good reason. He Huddy yeah. says, like, people are going to want to see this. And I'm like, fair point. That's kind of stupid, but noble, I guess. Yeah, this is like a this is a four out of five found footage for me. You know, like it's highly rated. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. But those movies are like a five out of five. Cannibal Holocaust. I have watched that multiple times by myself because I'm apparently a weird person. <laughs> I just ordered uh, uh, the Grindhouse video Blu-ray of it. I got the Grindhouse DVD years ago at Hastings. And then I got a, the Horror Pack exclusive version of it, which is essentially the same thing. The animal cruelty free version is included. Oh, that's good. I mean, admittedly, that stuff is hard to watch. But if you're going to fucking watch it, just do it. I agree, but not everybody can handle that, you know? So, like, I don't want you to hate. I don't want you to hate yourself for watching <laughs> it, you know? Like, if that's what it's going to do to you, just, just watch the fucking cruelty-free one. The part that really fucks with me about that is when they kill the turtle. Like, how old was that fucking thing? 
Yeah. Like that, the, that was a big ass turtle. The monkey, you know, that, that could have been dead in a few years. Who cares? I mean, it's sad, but the turtle, that thing had to be a hundred years old or something. It had I, to be old. I don't know, but it certainly, it was, it could have still been alive. Yeah. Potentially. Yeah. Anyways, okay, so they end up back at their apartment after their little argument and Jason going like, okay, fine, I'll do it. And I really, I really pissed her off as he looks into the camera. And then he fucking doesn't do it. <laughs> he walks up to HUD, played by TGA Miller, who is hanging sides. And he's like, HUD, HUD, I've got, I've got a job for you. And he just, he looks really bored and annoyed. And he's like, I already have a job. I'm hanging the sides. And he's like, no, but this is really important. I'm going to give you the camera and you're going to get testimonials from everybody. And HUD knows that he's not the guy for the job. He's like, <laughs> he's like, dude, that sounds like a lot of work and a lot of responsibility. I don't want to. But then they're like, but uh, Marlena's going to be there. And he's like. Oh shit, Marlena, who is going to be played by Lizzie Kaplan. Uh, does anybody know who Lizzie Kaplan is? I know who Lizzie Kaplan uh, is. She was in True Blood and that show Party Down. She was in something else too that was big. I can't think of what it was though. Me either, because I know her from this. Yeah, this is this is like <laughs> her big role for me too. By the by, she did not want to do this. She she the, <laughs> during the audition, according to the IMDb trivia, for the audition they had the actors reading scenes from like Alias and stuff, and she thought she was auditioning for a rom com. Really? Yeah. Oh my, that's a very different story. So apparently, she decided uh, she's not going to audition for any more movies unless she knows what they're about. That's she a said, reasonable decision. She said this was a lot of work, and she didn't. Want, <laughs> she doesn't want to do it again. Uh, don't blame her. I do not blame her. No, if you didn't know that this was what you were in for, this would be exhausting. And her character goes through the fucking ringer in this yeah, movie, too. Yeah, I mean, you know, kudos to her. She's a trooper. She did her job. She didn't just phone it in. Oh, I, no. Lizzie I Cabin's totally great. believe her. But yeah, ooh, that would be... <laughs> hey, yeah, you, you thought you were going to be doing... <laughs> 47 dresses. No, <laughs> sorry. You're going to be running down the street from giant CGI monsters. Yeah, it's fine. So the party just just kind of pops up and Sorry, I I meant to ask. Were you the only person in your friend group as well who got the joke with HUD's name? No. I was the only person in my <laughs> entire friend group who got it. Like every everybody was like when I started saying that was actually a pretty funny joke to name him HUD, everybody was like, "What? What do you mean?" His name is Hudson. I don't understand how nobody got that. I don't know. I mean, other people got it, obviously. It's just in my friend group, I was the only one who got it. So I did notice we get a little character development throughout the the movie, but this is the only time we get to really know these characters and see how they interact all together. Well, not While on not. the brink of death. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and also, so here's a weird fact. Ryan Key from fucking Yellow Card is in this scene. The lead really? singer the, from Yellow Card? The one hit wonder band from like, 2001 that just broke up a couple years ago yeah they've been around forever i didn't even realize they continued to exist after that one hit song they had yeah, yeah they, they released a bunch of albums and oh. uh ryan key actually plays with newfound glory sometimes still like he's just kind of sitting there like he's <laughs> just like on the couch somewhere <laughs> and may maybe there's more did he i wonder if matt reeves like directed some music videos or something but that, that was a lot really of directors do oh somebody said like oh ryan key. I, I was looking through the imdb and ryan key popped up I'm like wait the same that that ryan key I'm like <laughs> sure <laughs> And You'll, yeah, it's him. You learn something new here, folks. So that's fun. I had no idea. I've watched this movie 15 times. <laughs> no fucking clue. And then there's, it is 2008. So there's a bunch of people with like emo haircuts and shit yes. all through this party. I wrote down that I think HUD likes Marlena. Before we meet Marlena, though, Lily sees HUD with the camera and she's like, what are you doing with the camera? And he's like, oh, uh, Jason said I should go and talk to people. She's like, I told fucking Jason to do that. And he's like, but he told me to do it. And she's like, well, you're going to take it seriously, right? And he's like, yeah, I've been doing a really good job, I promise. And then he gets her testimonial and it's just 
the same old. <laughs> He's just zoomed in. <laughs> but then Marlena He's walks just in. Zoomed in on Marlena <laughs> yeah. the whole time. Marlena walks in as as she's like getting ready to finish, and she's going well. She's doing the a, a testimony. It's it's really dumb. Like I think these things are so ungenuine. It's annoying. Yeah, uh, it's like it's a sweet idea. Like she she gives a shit. She loves him. It's the kind of thing that years down the road might be charming to go back and watch, but at the time is just irritating. Yeah, it's more like the work that she put in would have been the thing that he would he would remember. Well, I mean, and it's nice, you know, like as I get older, I find that the photographs that I took when I was younger, of all the photographs I took, the ones that really interest me are the people. Photographs of, you know, trees and I got really into uh telephone poles with lots of nails in them. Okay, so you were pretending to be an artist but like yeah. taking pictures of shit, shit like that <laughs> doesn't interest me. But looking at pictures of people that continues to interest me because I get to see their progression through time, you know, like like even photos of my ex-wife, like seeing her when we met and then seeing her when we got married and then seeing her when we had kids, you know, that's interesting to watch. And then poking holes through her eyes when and we got <laughs> divorced. <laughs> so I can see how this would be something that would be meaningful and charming years down the road, but it'll be years down the road before anybody wants to actually go back and watch this. Like, I hate fucking weddings. I hate wedding toasts so much. It's the same idea. Mm, yeah. They're yeah. like, you know, man, we've, we're like brothers. We grew up like, get the fuck out of here. This is, there's nothing at all genuine about what you're saying right now. And maybe, maybe you feel that way, but like, I don't know. It probably doesn't help that the very idea of a wedding is a little repugnant to you to begin with. <laughs> yeah. I hate, I hate weddings too. Yeah. Like you guys are never going to get married. You're just going to be happily together for forever probably. But every time, every time like she'd make me go to a wedding and I bring it up, I'm like, so fucking stupid she's like shut <laughs> up i'm like why are we even going you said you didn't like her fucking fiance you said he was an asshole we have those conversations like in every fucking rom-com where somebody has to go <laughs> our relationship is normal actually you guys are that couple is what you are yeah you're that you think you're normal but you were the furthest thing from normal she's, don't get me wrong i like it i'm yeah. glad you guys are those people we're, we're gonna we're gonna. We, she's gonna make me go to weddings, even though she like doesn't agree with it. She's like, <laughs> we gotta support our friends, and I'm like, fuck our friends and their stupid need for everybody to pay attention to them for one day. One of these days, I'm gonna get roped into marrying somebody against my will, against my better judgment. I should say it won't be against my will. I'll and, be totally into it, and you're gonna get invited, <laughs> and you're gonna get scheduled to do a toast. She uh, and I'm gonna remember this. She has to walk down the <laughs> aisle to our theme song. <laughs> Oh, that shit's never happening. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> that would tell me that wouldn't be the best thing ever. That would be hilarious. Fuck that would... you, that's my name, and then she just kind of starts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, testimonials oh aside. <laughs> I'm so into shit. that. So after after the Lily thing, he runs into Marlena, runs into Marlena, walks up to Marlena. <laughs> he fucking like... <laughs> stalks Marlena for a half an hour before finally getting up the courage to go hassle her. Uh, yeah, he walks up to her and he's like, hey, uh, we're, we're, I'm doing testimonials for Rob. You wanna, do you want to do one? She's like, no, I don't really know Rob. I'm just kind of here to hang out with Lily. He's like, no, it's fine. It's kind of like a wedding. She's like, yeah, I know. I get it. I'm not a fucking idiot like you are, Hud. And she, uh, Hud, she doesn't even remember him. Yeah, she doesn't know his name. <laughs> and she's like, no, it's fine. We'll just do one really quick. 
quick that he goes around the bar and she does her she does her best she's being a nice person kind of yeah i'm watching it this time again this is you know like tj miller casting years later and i'm like oh can't take no for an answer huh that's a good look <laughs> oh shit i didn't even think about that because <laughs> yeah. he's like because he's seriously he's like she's like no i don't really want to do that he's like yeah no cool totally i get it yeah but uh see i'm supposed to get everybody here <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. She, and she's like yeah no i i, I just don't want to do this and he's like okay cool yeah no so we'll just do a quick one we'll just make it real quick <laughs> And then so, he, just, yeah. he just turns her around and <laughs> starts filming her. I'm like, that aged hard. A tiny, tiny bit, huh? <laughs> and so she does hers and she's like, hey, Rob, we've met probably like three times, but you have a cool job, so good luck. And then HUD's like, like i'm hud don't you don't you oh she's she she asked she's like she's like do you have like a card or something he's like for what she's like because my my company likes to do this this hokey crap on their retreats or whatever. <laughs> this bonding crap she calls it and he's like she's oh. so you in this scenario yeah and he, he's like no i'm not a professional she's like what he's like i'm hud she's like hug <laughs> she has no fucking clue who he is he is obsessed with her and that you know that's just kind of and terrific he moves the camera and says do you recognize me now and she's like oh yeah sure hey 100 percent does not recognize him she's trying real hard to be nice but she you know <laughs> i would have i would have smacked this guy upside his head like a long time ago yeah she should have smacked him before <laughs> it got to this point let's be honest now now rob's gonna show up and this is his surprise party he doesn't know he doesn't know and it's very exciting for him and there it is rob shows up everybody's happy to see rob and then surprise we get we get a few more testimonials and he gives a speech about nothing really he, he gives a speech that i would be giving he's like uh, it's cool that you guys are all here and i'm happy <laughs> that you're here and i love you guys and you're cool and i'm gonna stop talking now everything about this scene <laughs> is awkward and underwhelming this is like i really would have loved if we could have just cut all of this but we needed it so that we would learn the characters names and that's about it yes i mean technically yes. we learn their relationships to each other too so like I, i'm i understand that it serves a purpose within the narrative but it is a fucking death march until we finally get to monster shit happening well yeah and it's I feel like, like all right now we're moving would the government have cut this a little bit or would they have just left it as is well i think the idea is that this is just the tape like in its entirety no cuts yeah it's just the tape it's like an eyes only document but they did add credits at the end <laughs> that's so that they have plausible deniability they can just say no no this was all a student film project oh yeah that's what it was because they did it they're behind it this is all real actually uh you can kind of see where the monster comes from at the end but that will we'll get to that are, are you like mind blown right now or are you is this like a post credits thing or no or oh, did i just miss it you missed it apparently i missed you it. know why how i you know how i know you missed it because i almost miss it every time i always try to find it and it's like right there in the background somewhere and i'm like what the fuck yeah. okay you're gonna have to uh enlighten me here yeah i'll I'll tell you. All right. It's in the it's it's in that last 30 seconds. You probably didn't see it. Yeah, I I didn't get that last 30 seconds at all. Everybody's having a good time. Rob's there. There's a bunch of jokes like, hey, what are you going to do? Like one guy asks HUD, what are you going to do when Rob goes to Japan? He's like your main dude. So we learn that HUD is Rob's best friend through that. And they also say it like 12 times throughout the movie. <laughs> well, and then immediately Rob comes around the corner and HUD goes, hey, Rob, what are you going to do? What, what am I going to do, do when you're you? in Japan? And he's like, I don't know. I'm your, you're my main dude. And yeah, this is, this is all 
this is all stuff in the teaser trailer too. God, this teaser trailer was so good. The marketing for this movie was great. And I wish I could have actually paid attention to it, but I didn't. I just know I remember the poster and I remember the trailer and there's a bunch of stuff on MySpace and all sorts of sh- Oh, MySpace is a, yeah, they, was a thing back then, by the way. They were pumping the the social media in the early days. That was that was before Facebook took off. Yeah. You cannot market a movie like this anymore. Or no, that was right as Facebook was Facebook was off. a thing. Yeah, yeah, no, in 08, Facebook and MySpace were still in competition. And then yeah. I think yeah. very shortly thereafter, Facebook won and MySpace won. And I hated Facebook. I'm like, I was all about MySpace. MySpace was... Yeah, me too. Yeah. MySpace was... MySpace was a little more anarchistic and Facebook <laughs> yeah. was all rigidly regulated. Like on Facebook, you were given your format. You were given all this stuff and you had no say in it. Whereas MySpace was just fucking anarchy. You could go in and edit the HTML. <laughs> yeah. You could build your website from the ground up. It in was, retrospect. I fucking loved it. In retrospect, Facebook had the right idea. Make everybody chill the fuck out. I mean, Facebook works better. From an operational standpoint. Yeah, yeah. It, Facebook always operated better in those early days just because... Because it was all uniform and like I even had a discussion like that with a friend of mine he was like well the thing is if we're on an old as shit computer MySpace sometimes just locks your computer up completely because <laughs> somebody edited some weird shit into the HTML and now you can't even load this the site whereas with Facebook it's the same experience no matter who you are I'm like yeah I get that that it <laughs> is functionally better but I like the anarchic freedom of MySpace I liked that it was chaos that was more fun and then MySpace disappeared and then I'm like fuck I'm stuck with Facebook well they sold they sold MySpace to somebody I don't even remember who it still exists yeah it just I don't know what well, it no, looks like it, it became like a platform for bands exclusively oh really that I don't know sense. if that's still what yeah. it is but for a while there it became a platform that was just for bands this is a this is like a an older millennial conversation <laughs> yeah <laughs> you you could totally tell we're we're both in the neighborhood of 40 somewhere i'm closing in i'm only 34 oh you're only 34 i thought you were 36 one year away from sucking 37 dicks wow you're nine years younger than me yeah, that is you're my sister's age man that is genuinely depressing well, I feel even older now. <laughs> so Beth shows up at this party. Beth is the girl from the beginning that, yeah. that Rob was diddling. They're very much in love with each other, but we'll get to that. She walks in the door <laughs> with with the dude from Superstore. Also know? also from Friday the 13th, 2009. Oh, f- oh, that's right. He wasn't that shit. He was the guy who gets his head split with a machete. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and I probably made that same Superstore fucking reference too. Most likely. <laughs> that was Patreon. So, you know, you guys didn't get to hear that unless you paid for it. And if you did... Thank you. Yes. Thank you. And also fuck you because I have to berate you because that's that's why you that's why you give us money because you like it. Otherwise, you're not going to you're not going to feel dependent on us <laughs> if we don't uh, put you in your place. The second this is a healthy relationship. Yeah, right. The second Beth shows up, HUD has the camera pointed at her and Jason like pops in a frame and he's like, who's that guy she's with? Because they all know that Rob's in love with her and like and, <laughs> and that she knows that. And they're, they know that the two of them are in love with each other. Well, that was the thing. They didn't do a good job of establishing. Well, I mean, they eventually do like yeah. within the the next few minutes they do but right at the beginning because we had that intro sequence i just assumed she was his ex like i just assumed oh okay like they they were together and now they split up because clearly you know there was the timestamp thing and then when people started saying oh my god did you hear rob and beth slept together i was like (laughs) yeah they were fucking dating of course they slept together why is everyone shocked by this and then they're like oh no they were best friends for years i'm like oh 
Okay, that makes more sense. Yes. I also wrote down, it's awkward when he shows up, when they show up together. This poor dude, his name is Travis. He seems like a nice enough guy. Yeah. Really, he's just there for the rebound at this point. So Beth is, Beth is the bad guy here. No. I'm just kidding. She's not. Um, She's not. Rob is the bad guy here. <laughs> he's not the bad guy. He's, he's the, the dumb guy. He's being a dick. He is. I, I get his reasoning. I kind of get it. But at the same time, I'm like, dude, don't be a pussy. Like, I don't know. I mean, they go into the whole thing about they slept together and then he never called her back. You know, like yep. he was the one who started getting weird. And then he's got that little dig line at the end when they or when they leave the party. He's like, good luck tonight, Travis. Yeah, exactly. It's like, dude, why are you being a fucking asshole? It's because he's doing that thing that we always talk about in all these movies where I don't know if we've talked about it, but I've always noticed like, I can't date you, but I'm going to be a dick to anybody you do date. That's what pisses me off. If you want to date her, that's one thing, but fucking man up and say you want to date her. And if you don't, then don't be a dick about it. I have I have a lot of trouble <laughs> sympathizing with this guy. Say, I know, I get it, I get it, I get it. I understand, I, but I understand, you can understand his kind of reasoning. He's like, he knew he was going to Japan. Or actually, there's there's a scene later where it cuts back to them on the train, and she's like, he's like, should I go to Japan? And she's like, and then it cuts away. <laughs> oh, so, so yeah, so they, they had the discussion. That was probably where, no, because he like, that's not where things fell apart, because no, then no. later on that we still cut back to the to the it was a good day thing. No, they just they, they just mentioned the fact. By that the way, he, is that where is that where the thing is? Yes. Is in the it's it was a good day. Yep. See, I've never noticed anything other than well, their conversation. There. It had to be pointed out to me and it's there. I'll have to show it to you. OK, yeah, you're going to have to show it to me for sure. And I'll see if you can even fucking see it, because good God, it is so hard to see. I'm genuinely curious. But let's see. Rob Rob realizes also that they're taping over the, the stuff from... <laughs> he noticed, he's like, is that my camera, by the way? Because HUD's, you know, trying to look after his friend. He's going over, like, yeah. you, you okay, man? What's going on? He looks at HUD and goes, is that my camera? He's like, no, this is just... Was there a tape in there? This is just the camera? No, he's, he says me. Jason gave... He said, this, Jason just gave me this. So they're taping over the... He's like, never mind. It doesn't matter anyways. Like, HUD doesn't fucking know. He... <laughs> This wasn't his idea. He may be your friend, but he's also an idiot. You guys are the Corey and Sean of this movie. Yeah, he's definitely giving <laughs> off lunkhead vibes. Just a little, right? And he's also pounding Saki because, you know, he's going to Japan. Theme parties! <laughs> HUD gets Beth's testimonial, and I just wrote down she's all sad and shit. Also, HUD's pressuring her into this as well. She does not want to do this. She's like, it's not the right time. But again, again, the guy she's with, Travis, she, he's she's like, hey, could you go get me a drink? And he's like, oh yeah, sure. Like, he's got to know, like he's not it, he's got he's got to know he's like a rebound guy yeah he's the relief pitcher he's, he's not i mean she's he's not the, he's she's not super the hot so like i'd be okay with it oh yeah but. absolutely well then then rob comes in the middle of her little i'm gonna say it again testimonial and he grabs All right, her. you get no more that was it <laughs> that is it that is it we've hit my threshold he grabs her so they can have a conversation and that's where we get a lot of the exposition he's like i'm leaving i'm fucking i'm, I'm leaving and you didn't even call and all that shit he's dumb like i get why he's afraid because he's been in love with her for so long i totally i totally understand that but again don't be a bitch him not her no, yeah, she's not She's not the problem here. HUD is obviously eavesdropping on this conversation, otherwise we wouldn't know what was going on either. He goes up to Jason, and they, they're like behind Lily, and they're like, so what's going on with Beth and Rob? And she's like, nothing. She walks away, and then Jason looks at HUD and goes, you're a genius, because HUD like pointed out that she probably knows. She has to know, right, Some for some reason. And she's like, I don't know. I don't know anything. She starts running away. And Jason immediately knows she's full of shit. Yeah, they know each other well. It turns out that she knows that Rob and Beth slept together, and they're like, what the fuck? They've been friends forever and they just and all of a sudden happen to sleep together this is reason. my head scratching moment i'm like what the fuck 
we're spending a lot of time at this party, but this is the only time we get to know these characters really, really. I even had that moment on this viewing. I've seen really? this movie 10 times at least. And I even had that moment on this viewing. I was like, they're clearly boyfriend. And what the fuck? I still had to have it explained to me. <laughs> so after that, Lily says, you know, don't fucking tell anybody. Don't, don't, just don't, don't. Then HUD, of course, goes around telling everybody. Every fucking person at the party. Even... <laughs> <laughs> Even Marlena, who wants nothing to fucking do with him. He's like, oh, cool. Yeah, sure. Poor, that poor girl. <laughs> he tries to fucking follow her into the bathroom. So Travis and Beth are about to about to leave the party. Beth looks at, looks at Rob because they just had their little argument. And she's like, good luck in Japan. And he's like, good luck tonight, Travis. Wow. And if this was a sitcom, Dick. everybody would go, ooh. <laughs> I'm pretty sure everyone did that in the theater when I watched this. <laughs> well, that's a harsh fucking moment, right? <laughs> yeah. The three of them get together and talk hud and jason and rob because rob goes and hides in his bedroom in this giant fucking loft apartment in new york how the fuck he's supposed to well i mean i guess he's he's on a vp track so i guess yeah. it makes sense that he i think he lives with his it. brother or hud he lives with one of them i think what the fuck is hud gonna do hud is clearly a lunkhead like <laughs> if he's the one he's living with there's no way hud can afford this place on his own well they, they're probably giving him free housing to move to japan so he can continue paying for his share <laughs> of the apartment yeah Hey buddy, you know you're off you're off on this international adventure. You should you should keep paying my rent for me. How about that? He's not going to be there forever. He'll be back. <laughs> so they talk about Beth and uh, this is this is kind of a, I like this brotherly conversation here. He's like, you know, I didn't say he, and Rob's like, well, I don't, you know, I know I'm not good enough for her or like or whatever and he's like, you are not good enough for Beth. <laughs> <laughs> you just aren't there's no question i didn't say maybe i said you are not good enough he's like you're my brother i love you but you're kind of a douchebag what rob says to begin with is and i know it's just because i think that i'm not good enough for her and his brother's right. like no 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 not think you're not <laughs> I assure you. And this is where shit starts to go down. They're in the middle of this conversation and fucking earthquake. Oh, loud noises and shit. Before we move on from that, it should be pointed out just in case the listener hasn't watched the movie and is getting all of this from us. His brother is saying it as an encouragement to say, dude, just oh, right, don't, yeah. look a, don't look a gift horse in the mouth. You don't deserve this woman and she wants you fucking go yeah, after I it. forgot. Yeah, I forgot to mention that. Yeah, she's like, she obviously she loves you. You you guys are in love with each other. She loves you for some fucking reason. <laughs> I don't know why. Go for it. Yeah. Then we get the earthquake. So it, was, it wasn't just his brother being a <laughs> yeah, dick. Yeah, no. It was his brother actually being kind of encouraging. And then, you know, the earthquake and then HUD's like, Marlena, you okay? She doesn't give a shit still. She just <laughs> walks right by. They see on the news, there's a capsized tanker in the ocean. And then they're like, do you think we could see this shit from the roof? So they go to the roof and they're looking around. What do they see? A big fucking explosion off in the distance. And then these little meteor things start flying. Well, they're not really meteors technically, but it's flaming shit. Flying something. Yeah, flying in from that explosion. Big. It is not small flaming shit. It is. It's like meteorites, like just flying across this explosion was like on the other side of Manhattan. It was several city blocks away. Yeah. And it this explosion goes off and suddenly fire is raining on the surrounding buildings and everybody runs back inside and we were having fun and now we're not more like now we're finally having fun <laughs> yeah. like yeah. god thank fuck this party is over so they go down into the street everybody goes down into the street everybody's kind of running and they're like what what the hell's going on and then all of a sudden this thing comes flying out like from off screen kind of just and then yeah. hits a couple buildings and then slides to a stop in the middle of the street and it's the head of the statue of liberty <laughs> and i gotta say uh that effect has aged kind of hard it doesn't look great but no that's no. okay 
It looked great at the time. At the time, I was utterly convinced. Now I'm like, mm, yeah. The, uh, there's a lot of green screen. On there's a lot of green screen in this movie that I noticed on these on these watches. Yeah, how fucking scary would that be? Oh, that would be. By the way, goddamn terrifying. And then HUD kind of points the camera in the direction that the head came from, and we see a little bit of something, but not quite yet. It's a nice like, tease. Yeah, like and even then, HUD isn't quite sure what he saw, so like, he he get when everybody's gathered around talking about it, he's like hey i got it on video so again they're playing fast and loose with new york's architecture here uh, <laughs> a little the, bit the building just falls down and kind of reminds me of something that happened a few <laughs> years prior to this movie coming out yeah uh i mean they had <laughs> they had good reference material put it that way yeah and that, it happens exactly like that happened yep there's just the building comes down and a giant debris cloud just comes barreling down the middle and of the street. everybody fucking dives into this little bodega oh, or man. something uh, they go back out they find marlena they go back out and it looks like those all the those, video you've yes. seen of post 9 11 streets it's that's the only part that really made it kind of like weird to watch well, like, I, mean, I never really thought about it until i watched it this time yeah that's that's a dark scene <laughs> i mean I'm not a New Yorker or anything. I've never even been, but you know, like, like those images were fucking everywhere. We all got very familiar with them and this and Marlena walking out of the dust cloud. Like, yeah, it's very evocative. This is the point at which it's a horror movie now. So now, now everybody's freaking out. Like what, what did that? What was that? Now HUD shows them the footage and everybody's like, what the hell is that thing? It's a fucking monster. Cause life is cool. Sometimes they're, they're going to start moving. They're like, we need to get to the bridge. We need to get off, get off the Island. Get, get out of here. They grab Marlena. She starts walking. She's like, it was eating people. And that's all we get. That's all we get for a minute, for a while. Actually, it was eating people. Yeah, because she she came from the direction that the monster was. She obviously wasn't like right on top of it or anything because this thing was far away. But she was she was like several blocks closer. So they go towards the bridge. They make it onto the bridge and then Rob gets a call from Beth and he can't quite hear her. Everything's really loud. Probably some bad reception. Also, it's just pure chaos around him. So, you know. Yeah, there's no 20,000 screaming New Yorkers certainly can't be making it easier to hear. (laughs) They get separated uh well we have we have lily and marlena and rob all and hud all together like rob's the furthest back on the bridge and then hud is like between him and lily and marlena he's like he's like he's like rob what the fuck are you doing and then lily and marlena are like what the fuck are you guys doing he's like i'm just rob's on the phone and then (laughs) jason like stands up like he he grabs onto this light post and kind of pokes up out of the crowd and he's way the fuck down he's way further than anybody and then the monster comes, of course, and the monster they can they call him Clover. That's that's their that's their thing. He comes and like wait, st- who calls who calls it that? The the filmmakers and now oh, okay. now kind of everybody. That's his like oh, uno- okay. unofficial right. title. All right. So Clover comes and breaks the bridge in half with his fucking tail. I, he must have stepped over it or something. I don't know where he comes from. From the water. Yeah. Well, from the water, obviously, but like yeah, and and just slaps it down right on top of Jason. Originally, apparently, wow. they had it as the monster's hand, but yeah. they, they felt like it was too deliberate. I like that for the most part. The, the the chaos the monster is causing doesn't seem like it's deliberately aimed at any individuals. It's just yeah. chaos. You know, it's just flailing and destroying things which is why i fucking hate the ending of this <laughs> when hud finally gets it i fucking hate that part well she marlena did say it was eating people yes but like it stops and it gives him that look that that fucking jj abrams steven spielberg let's ruin this awesome monster movie <laughs> moment where it's not an awesome monster movie but it is a comparable moment in kingdom of the crystal skull when the alien looks down at (laughs) kate blanchett and does that like oh 
motherfucker, you want to know? Look, and I'm just like, fuck this scene. And that's exactly <laughs> how I feel about the scene in Cloverfield. It's exactly how I feel about it in Super 8. It's more believable in Super 8 because it's more human-sized. But this monster, this <laughs> is fucking Godzilla. Godzilla doesn't give a shit about any individual person. Godzilla like might want to destroy people collectively. But this thing looking at this one particular little ant and being like, Fuck you in particular. Well, in fairness, Clover did just get a bunch of bombs dropped on him, so he's probably pretty pissed off. I don't buy that giant. It it, it demystifies the monster in a really bad way. But I will say, I mentioned this before in our Godzilla 2015 podcast, and I said, I fucking hate that moment when... Aaron Taylor Johnson shares a moment with the Mudo and with Godzilla. It's like, no, <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. That is unacceptable. These are gods. These are... Oh, the, because... These are eldritch horrors. They wouldn't even, like, notice them? Yes, you don't get to... To, to make this human have some significance in their presence. That robs them of, of the horror. But remember the important thing from that Godzilla movie. Which is? That's not a rock. <laughs> oh my God, I'd forgotten about that. <laughs> I will never forget that. <laughs> that was a great moment that I wish I could have been there for. So this has been going on all of five minutes and there's already looting and everybody's breaking windows and shit. Granted, in the context of the movie, it's probably been going on a little longer. Welcome to but... New York. <laughs> But then Rob decides to try to call Beth in the middle of the street again or on the sidewalk, I guess. But and he's like, oh, fuck, my phone's dying and I need I need to talk to Beth because like she I think he got a call from her and was like his brother just died horrifically. So at this point, he's got to cling to, to whatever he can yeah. to keep himself from just breaking down emotionally. So, so I understand his like immediate obsession with Beth <laughs> is now my everything, even though HUD's right there, but he can't fuck HUD. I guess. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't. Nobody <laughs> wants to fuck HUD. So he goes into the store that's being looted rob does he's like i need a new battery hud's following him of course and he's like dude i can't handle all this running because i'm a fat piece of shit <laughs> and then we finally in the store everybody's kind of like, like the tv's on and the news is on and we finally get a cool glimpse of this monster and he's huge and just fucking shit up because my guess is that he's fucking scared that's kind of my thing like he's not doing it to be a dick like there's there's talk of him being a baby yeah. There's also like a theory that there's two monsters, but I don't think there is. Well, the the thing that I thought was really cool about this scene is not the news footage. The news footage is it's neat because we get our first mm -hmm. real look at the monster. But the cool thing is when HUD then jumps outside when he realizes where the video oh, shit. the news yes. footage is being shot and he steps outside and there it is like five blocks down the road, bigger than life, you know, like towering over everybody. That's a cool shot. Which would be the coolest and the most terrifying thing you will ever see in your oh, entire life. Absolutely. I would I would be shitting myself. But laughing. <laughs> I don't think I would be laughing if I was in Hud's position. No, you laugh later when you survive. Yeah. If you survive and you make it back to the relative safety of the continental United States, not trapped out on this little island with this beast, then... You can laugh about it. We also see on the news that those little creatures are falling off of him. Those are so goddamn disturbing. Yeah. Because they're fast and they're vicious. And then when you find out what they fucking do to you. Oh, my God. And their military guys are like on the on the news and you can see them firing at these things, but they're not doing very well. And then I think the news, the camera guy on the news gets 
yeah. gets it. I, I, was it the camera guy or was it the anchor? I don't remember. At that point, both probably. Most likely because that thing was dropping a lot of those guys. But then you're right. He does see like on the news where it actually is. And he steps outside and it's just right there. And he's like, Rob, we got to get the fuck out of here. Let's go. Yeah. Before they leave, Beth has left a message for Rob. And she's like, I can't move. My building fell over. The wall fucking fell on me, is what she says. I'm like, what the hell? See, I didn't. I wasn't able to pick up on everything she said. I, I did hear her say she that she couldn't move. For happy reasons, we'll find out later. So now Rob has decided to make it his mission to go rescue Beth, as you do. You, you, you love people, you gotta... And, you know, his brother is dead, so now he needs to... And he's something. like, look, look, I'm calm. Okay, I'm calm. This yeah, isn't me being a, crazy. That's a dangerous type of calm right there, Rob. He seems he uh, yeah he seems to know what he wants so let's just he's, de- he's determined. I'll give Mar- him that. Marlene is there, but she's not really in it. She's just kind of like, hey, we should go that way. We should go that Why way. Why does she continue following? No him? shit. We're like we should go that way. We should go fucking that way. We should go the opposite way of the monster. We should go that way. Let's go that way. And Rob's like, I'm going this way. Everybody else just kind of follows him, and she's like, fine. <laughs> her and lily must be really close that's all i can think you'd think but they don't even they have like one scene together well she said she came to the party just for yeah, lily but we never really see them talking yeah I, well i mean they're close <laughs> they're, they're like right next to each other and right with each other the whole journey out of the bodega you know like from that point until until marlena explodes they're pretty tight oh and this is scary they step out into the road and they see the mil- <laughs> they see the monster again and then the military shows up and just start fucking firing at it they're just caught right in the middle that would be a little terrifying especially because if the monster is going to react to anything that people are doing to it it's going to be coming for the guys who are right where you're standing <laughs> and that also- would be scary they're on like opposite sides of the street from each other so they're all separated and all hud is just kind of by himself with the camera he's like what the fuck do i do guys that's probably one of the scariest parts for me that thing right there the military convoy passes and they make it back across the street they're like get in the fucking subway (laughs) yeah he's like we're gonna go that way and i'm like why are you going that way why the fuck that's right towards the monster and then they end up going circling into the subway which is probably the smartest choice that realistically and i guess there were a lot of issues people had with the subway having such good cell reception (laughs) yeah but uh, apparently in the in the trivia i don't know if this is true or not i didn't look it up in the trivia they said that they around this time they started to get the subways kind of rigged for better cell reception in case there was an emergency or something so people could call 911 or some shit oh seriously so i don't know if that's true or not but i want to believe it is because that would make it make sense the thing that i found the hardest to believe is that they're the only people down in the subway at this point yeah you know what i didn't think about that but yeah i mean how do you think londoners survived the blitz they all went down and lived in the subway where'd all those people come from later oh there's we'll talk about that later there's another scene where people just kind of show up and they weren't there like a second before if i remember i'll tell you what we get there if you're talking about when they're coming out of the subway there's kind of a hard cut was it when they're i think it was when they were coming out of the subway they come out of the subway and they go into this mall and it's like abandoned and then suddenly it oh no no it wasn't that it wasn't that Oh, okay so a moment of calm so they can fucking breathe for like a second Right. Except it gets real sad real quick because his Rob's phone rings and then it's his mom and he has to tell her that Jason died. Yeah, that's awkward. Yeah. But there's no there's no not awkward way to play that scene. Like, it's just going to be awkward. Yeah. How do you do that? Yeah, you don't. You just got to just got to fucking tough it out and throw it out there. Sorry, mom. I'm your only kid. I hope you love me. (laughs) Yeah, that that's rough. They're in they're in they're in the subway and Marlena goes. She she pulls a Dante. I'm not even supposed to be here today, she says. <laughs> I, I literally watched Clerks with Storm last week. Oh, nice. <laughs> he, we had watched Mallrats 
like two weeks ago and he, so he wanted he wanted to see some more kevin smith so i was like all right fuck it let's watch clerks and uh <laughs> he keeps saying that i'm not even <laughs> fucking supposed to be here today <laughs> i feel that all the time i get it dante marlena also and it turns out she was supposed to like hang out at the party for a little bit and then eventually go and meet up with some friends she's significantly less significantly less whiny than dante is i'll say that much. yes and way cuter yo yeah definitely hey dante was in one of the last movie one of the other movies we did earlier oh yeah that's right he was in the happening (laughs) that's so funny his chin was anyway so and hud's trying to comfort her a little bit and there he's trying to have a conversation with her she still doesn't really care but she's stuck with him so she might as well you know yeah i i honestly expected her to just in that moment to just be like would you turn off that fucking camera for a minute that doesn't happen as often as you'd think it would like there's a few times where they're like just put the camera down he's like i can't yeah i i mean it makes sense like during the bridge scene and stuff that makes sense but like at this point he's got that camera right in her face she does not (laughs) feel any connection to him that is painfully obvious why is she letting him do this They'll, they'll have a connection here in a second. Yeah, yeah. Not yet, though. After that, it makes way more sense. But, like, before that? As they're talking, you we can... They kind of notice Lily and Rob coming up with a, a plan or something. Because Rob's yeah. very excited. He's manic at this point. He's he's lost it oh he's completely gone over the edge yeah he's kind of he kind of sounds like a douche we could just do this this way we could just do this the way the way his voice sounds yeah. like later on when he when they're on the roof and he's like it's a straight shot lily lily look it's a straight shot it's a straight shot I'm like shut up you're so stupid <laughs> that roof scene was a little why are either of them going with him on this because they're friends <laughs> it makes no goddamn sense to bring them along because they're friends well, he, t- he said he didn't want to bring them, but they were coming anyways. Yeah, but why not just tell them, look, you wait here. I'm going to go across and do this. If the building falls, it'll just be me. And they all needed to be there to pull her off of the rebar. He could have pulled her off of that. Come on. Oof, that bugs me. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's obviously not a pleasant sequence, but, you know. At least they didn't show that part. Actually, I would have... That was never going to happen in a PG-13. It probably would have been less gross if they showed it. No, I think it would have been just as bad. But they would have never been able to do it in a PG-13. It would have been too gory. Yeah, possibly. They'd get away with it now, I think. Oh, yeah, but this is... We're 14 years later. This is a completely different environment. Fuck, we're old. (laughs) Their plan is to walk the tunnels, which seems obvious, right? Fucking duh. It's it's a good plan. It's not... Yeah, it's... how, How could they know? They didn't know about... Well... How could they know that these things would make it down? Anyways. There's no um, way to predict that. I, I, I said it, it. It's officially a horror movie now because they're walking down the train tunnels. It's really dark and all they have is like the little shitty light on the camera. And HUD is doing his best to put them in the mindset. Yeah, like, he's, <laughs> he's like, well, what does he say? Something about Superman. Oh, yeah. He's, he's like, wait, you know who Superman is? And to, to Marlena. Marlene is like, wait, you know who Superman is? Wait. Are you aware of Garfield too? This is insane. So she's like giving it back to him. They're, they're connecting right now. That's the only way they can. By her being sarcastic. Her being and- a sarcastic <laughs> douche. Which is a completely valid response yeah. to him, by the way. I, she She's being a sarcastic dick, but it is 100% warranted. And then the probably one of the funniest lot, one of the funniest jokes in the movie where he's like, you guys hear about that, that person who was like lighting homeless people on fire in a train, in a train <laughs> tunnel? It's like, they're like, and that's when, that's when the first time Rob's like, shut up, HUD. And then like, he's like, He's like, 
I just keep thinking about how scary it would be if a flaming homeless person ran out of the dark at us. They're like, motherfucker, we're down here with you. Fucking don't do that. And then the rats start kind of, and, and of course, Marlene is the first one to notice. She's like, that's gross. And I'm like, you're right. New York rats, they're huge. And uh, they're all running in the same direction. So that probably means they're running away from something. Hud spins around and he's trying to look into the dark, but the light isn't illuminating that's right. anything. They have to and do s- night vision. Yeah. And so they they flick on the night vision and... Uh, and that's when we see the little creatures right over Rob's shoulder on the ceiling. And then he's just like, run, run, just run now, run now. <laughs> and everyone gets attacked. Everyone. They all get attacked by these little things. How only one of them got bit is... Good question. Not plausible. Marlena... these things are snapping like yeah. fucking crazy. Marlena is a badass. She she runs over when HUD gets attacked. She starts beating the shit out of this one. And then when she's in the middle of beating the shit out of it, one attacks her and really gets her. Yeah. And then the rest of them save her. And then they all run into another little like station place, like a like a break room or something. Yeah, it, it's it looks like it's a subway employee break room is what it looks like. Yeah. And her bite is gross looking like those things yeah. have these long beak teeth things it looks gnarly this is a nice conversation this is where they actually connect right here he's he's like you know thanks for thanks for like saving me and she's like well what makes you think that i'm the kind of person that wouldn't do that and i i i I like that line (laughs) and then he's like uh no 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 that's not what i'm saying i'm just Uh, i'm just glad you did but even she's coming around at this point he's like oh man that thing tried to like drag me away and she's like well maybe it liked you (laughs) and she giggles a little (laughs) bit in there they're friends now they're good yeah this is, that was their bonding moment where she saved his life. <laughs> and then they're, they're talking like, okay, so what do we do now? We can either go through this door and see what's going on out there, or we can go through the tunnels again. And Lily's like, no more tunnels. Yeah. Like, fair. And he's like, all right, then we try our luck up top. And then HUD has another great line where he's like, so we either die in here, die in the tunnels, or die in the streets. <laughs> <laughs> but even they couldn't argue with that. They're like, yeah, yeah, pretty he much. Pretty, he, he sums it up <laughs> fairly concisely. Uh, so they exit into this like, underground department store yeah i think it's like the bottom level of a of a multi-level department store that's what it looked like to me anyway because they have that weird shit in new york new york city goes down way below the surface that's really deep man get it deep below the surface (laughs) quite literally i'm funny marlena looks kind of shitty she's ready to throw up and everybody's like you you good she's like i'm fine let's just go she went from zero to 60 in the time since we cut out of that break room <laughs> yeah then the military's there they're just there they're just fucking there and then yeah again there was a hard cut in the department store oh yeah there was, um, where there they're was. kind of exploring around and then there's like a hard cut and then they get to a different part of the department store and that's when it cuts back on and then the military shows up but the military doesn't shoot them like you'd think they might. Nope. <laughs> they they usher them into their infirmary, their little base that they have. Yeah. And then oh, and as Wait, we field hospital, I think that's okay. What yeah, that, that that makes sense. And it's underground, so they're being like strategically smart about it. They're wheeling this dead guy in on a gurney, and we hear, Oh, it's another bite, and this dude's stomach is like exploded. This is straight up alien shit. And we're like, wait, Marlena got bitten. Yeah. Oh shit. They get a little bit of information. <laughs> And then it cuts back to Marlena and now she's bleeding from the eyeballs. And, and she, yeah, she's bleeding from her eyes. Everyone starts freaking out. Like this nurse lady comes up and she's like, we got a bite. And then her friends are just like, wait, what the fuck? She, yeah, they're take. then they start taking her away. I'm like, this is fucked up and scary. And then they put her behind this curtain. They try to. They, well, it's, it's like a tent or yeah, something like that. And then just in silhouette, we see her fucking head explode or something. No, her chest, ex- her chest. Explodes. Was it her chest? Yeah. I always wanted it to be. No, yeah. Like she's her abdomen swells and then blood blows all over the inside of this tent. And it looks like it blows up right in some dude's face too on the other side. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. 
Suffice to say, it's uh, it does not look like a good way to go out. Naturally, HUD is not doing well with it. Part of that conversation was that they were trying to get the to get the military to let them out, yeah. So they could. So he's like, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go do this thing. I'm gonna go rescue this person. I don't care if you guys fucking help me. You're gonna have to shoot me if you don't let. And me And that out. was where the cut came. Is he was okay. having an argument with the like the leader of whatever this troop was, and he he was basically like, Look, you don't have to help me. I'm just letting you know that I'm going. And then. The thing with Marlene happens, and then in the chaos, the like one of them kind of leads them down this hallway. Yeah, and he the, sends the other military guys. He's like, "You guys can go; it's fine." Yeah, and he basically tells them, "I'm not going to stop you if you want to go rescue your friend, but we're not waiting for you." Yeah, it's like, okay, so your watch still works at this point. The last helicopter is leaving at this time. The government is going if if they're going to take one more strike at it, and if that doesn't work, they're going to go for the hammer down protocol. We're gonna they're willing to give up this entire area, and he's like, "What Manhattan?" No, he says, "What downtown?" No, yeah, what? He says, yeah. No, no Manhattan. Manhattan. Suffice to say, uh, the hammer down protocol is clearly not something any humans want to be around for. Nope, it's just gonna destroy the whole city. It's fine. They don't specify that it's like atomic in nature, but. I mean, they say lose the city. They're just making the monster bigger at that point. <laughs> you never know. Have you guys ever seen Godzilla or Gamera? There's, Actually, there's a long and glorious history of <laughs> nuclear bombs making giant monsters more powerful. There are little single frames of three movies, three classic monster movies in this movie, though. Really? Did you know that? No, I did it's not. It's them, King Kong, and... It's probably the Beast from 20,000 Fathom. That's exactly what it is. Thank you. <laughs> Seriously? Yes. <laughs> That's what made me think of it. <laughs> and the Beast from 20,000 Fathoms, of course. But that's kind of interesting. It's just, it's one frame. You So like it's, it, it's effectively not there. No, it's, it's one of those, it's one of those Tyler Durden inserting a penis. It's not a even, frame of a penis. it's not even blinking. You miss it. Your brain is not capable of catching it. Not even a little bit. It's in the credits though. It's right there. You can see it. They end up going back up to the street because this military guy was nice enough <laughs> to at least give them some information. It's to like, not impede yeah. them. I mean. <laughs> they're either going to die or they're not. He said, you're going to have to fucking shoot me. So he could have been more of a hardliner dick about it. And yeah, he wasn't. So that's good. So that's something. And HUD is definitely having trouble getting going once they're on the street. He's he's finally he's letting it. It is, <laughs> it is sinking in now that his love that he didn't really know at all is is dead in uh, horrifically. Not like. Yeah, it's not like it's not like she got hit by a car or something <laughs> like she literally she exploded, exploded right in front of from him. a monster bite. And that's when Rob's like, guys, I'm sorry, but I'm, I'm going to go. You guys just stay here. And Lily's like, no, 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 no. We're, we're, we're going with you. We are going with you because they're all three of them. That's all they have left. Lily's essentially Rob's sister. That's what she says at the beginning. She's like, I hope you think of me as a sister, too. And then Hud's his best friend. Although I will say I don't buy Hud climbing 57 flights of stairs <laughs> for one second um, as they're making their way to beth's apartment i don't know how these fucking horses survive but they're horse, there single horse oh, okay and it's really a creepy shot because new yeah. york is such a bustling huge city and yeah. there's just nobody there except for this one horse and this carriage dead silent dead em- well it's not silent i mean there's all the background noise but it's all distant and it's just empty and then this horse pulling a carriage just down the middle of the street empty street they do make it to beth's place and you see these two buildings next to each other and well first first of all it's you you see rob kind of walk in front of hud and then he looks off into the distance and goes oh god oh god oh god oh god i'm like stop saying oh god just tell us what the fuck's going on they had to they had to replace fuck with god yeah (laughs) so many times in this movie (laughs) so we get a shot of the building and it turns out one of the buildings is literally leaning up against the other one i don't know if that's physically possible but I'm willing to suspend my disbelief on this one. We're no, watching th- a movie. That, that one doesn't take me out of it. It, it. it really doesn't. And it could, but it doesn't. But 
then HUD climbing the 57 flights of stairs. <laughs> That's the one. That breaks my suspension of disbelief. Rob's idea, he's like, well, we could just like, of course, it's Beth's fucking apartment is the one that's all fucked up. And he's like, well, we could just, you know, go in there and see how high we can get. And Lily, I think, thinks that's, yeah, it's a good idea, I guess. And then HUD's like, well, why don't we just go up the other building? Rob's like, yes, yes, let's do that. And then HUD's <laughs> like, wait, wait, no, 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 I was kidding. I was kidding. Forget I said that. <laughs> yeah. So they go up the stairs. Because the elevators don't yes. work. And the elevator, of course, they, would you fuck? Well, I guess I going into a building at all is kind of if not... you're going to go into the building that has another building leaning on it you're already taking your life you might as hands. well just use the elevator huh let's not play coy here and then of course hud has has more business he's like i bet the government's in on it they don't even know what this thing is blah blah blah, blah. like did you hear the military guy saying that he's like they have no clue and then rob's like shut up hud He's like, but I got to talk about something. Otherwise, I'm going to shit my pants in this stairwell. HUD is not talking after the 10th floor. There's no goddamn way. This man does not do cardio. I'm sorry. I looked at that face. They do make it to the roof. And this is where this is where Rob does the it's a straight shot. It's a straight shot. It's a straight shot. <laughs> Like, shut up. It is not shut a up. straight shot. Shut up. Rob is full of shit. Hey, he needs to save his girlfriend. OK, I get it. I'm just saying he's full of shit. Love makes you do dumb things. Yes, it does. Especially when she's hot. So they make it to Beth's apartment after climbing on the fucking roof and shit. Oh, oh, right before they do climb to the other building, HUD looks right in the camera and says, uh, if you, if this is the last thing you see, it means I died. (laughs) And then the movie cuts. The end. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) That'd be fucked up. Oh, that's sad. Um, they make it to her apartment and... Rob has to kick the door down, and then, of course, she's there, impaled on this fucking piece of rebar that came from the wall that fell on her, I guess. Yeah, that uh, that would not be fun at all. That would no, it's be fine. a horrible, horrible thing to be trapped on a piece of rebar. And it's almost like she forgot, too, because, like, you know she's, when she called him, she, that, that was there, I assume. Yeah, but, I mean, she clearly, like, when you're in that kind of a trauma, doesn't your brain just kind of shut down to save you? Probably, yeah. So her going unconscious makes perfect sense. And then she wakes up, like he he wakes her up, Rob does. She looks down and she starts freaking out, naturally. And then they they have a little moment, like, I came came back for you. You came back for me. Yes, I came back for you. I love you, Jack. I love you too. Now get on the door. (laughs) (laughs) Now let me rip you off of this piece of rebar. (laughs) HUD actually puts down the camera for this one, because it takes all three of them to pull her and it's so gross sounding and she's like don't do that don't do that please don't do that she's freaking out she's screaming crying like here's the thing here's the thing rob could have gotten her off of the rebar himself not but it would have taken longer it would have been more arduous and she definitely would have suffered a lot more doing so having all three of them there allowed them to get her off in one quick go so yes it was ultimately better for her that all three of them were there but rob could have done this on his own and bringing extra people into a building that isn't just collapsing that has collapsed and is hanging (laughs) at gravity's whim in the air of a i mean this fucker could go over honestly the shock of the three of them going in there is probably nothing compared to just the force of the wind the new york city wind (laughs) blowing on the sides of this building could send it tumbling down at any given moment and the monster is like right outside the fucking apartment too yeah i mean when they when they bust out the top they, he looks like he's coming straight for him so they they get to the other building again like it, they tie up beth's arm because her, her arm's fucked like she she's lucky at like mr hart i guess she's lucky at mr 
artery there. Can't remember which artery that is, but there's an artery that runs right near there. The shoulder artery. Is it the tib the the tibial artery or the no, that's wrong. The shouldery one. I'm a doctor. I, I think that's stuff. I think you're right. I think that's the technical name, the shouldery artery. Okay, good. Good. We need Chang. He's a doctor. Oh, that's right. He is. He could tell us. He's actually a doctor. Yes, he is. <laughs> he's, he, he's legit. Isn't that fucking weird? Like, what? <laughs> he just gave that. He, he was like, you know, I'd really rather be an actor. It's like the dude from fucking The Offspring. Yeah. Being like a molecular. What, what is he? He's like some sort of scientist or something. Yeah, he, he's he's like a, a, a biologist or something. Yeah, biologist. Like and then Dolph Lundgren being a physicist. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> sure. He gets okay. so much shit for being a dumb action star when really he's, <laughs> he's a fucking genius. He's probably the smartest action star there's ever been. <laughs> so now they're they're running down the stairs. They're, obviously, they have to get back to the back to the building and then run back down the stairs. And then one of those creepy little motherfuckers, the little little bug guys shows up and Rob kills it with an axe like a badass. Well, he doesn't really kill it with an axe. He disables it with an well, axe. I guess. And it's still thrashing as they <laughs> walk true. by it. They get out there and the army is like lighting this fucking monster up again right uh, right above them. Yeah. Because they can't get away from it. And this is where the random people show up. I mean, I guess it makes sense because they're oh, running okay. towards the chopper and they're, it's just them. And then, and then you just see a bunch of other people show up. And I guess it makes sense because it's the, it's the you know, pickup zone, the extraction zone. Yeah, I didn't realize that was the point you but, were talking about. Where the I, fuck I think did all it, these extra people come from? I think it makes more sense in that context. I got the impression that it was a, a place where a lot of people were congregating. And nope, were, just, just some random people you know. popping up. They do make it to the chopper. Lily gets out. They get to the chopper. I keep on calling it a chopper a chopper because I didn't want to write helicopter. So Lily survives, as far as we know. As far as we know, yeah. She so she could theoretically come back for a sequel. So could Jason. Even the actor back yeah. back in the day, he's like, "You didn't see me die." Did That's you? true. That's he actually true. said that in an interview, and then you know, I fucking... mean, he did fall into the Hudson River. Well, is it the Hudson that runs under the Brooklyn Bridge? It's a river that is in New York. I think it's the Hudson. I could be wrong. I'm not a some other thing that's not. I don't know. Geo- <laughs> some sciencey word. I'm a smart guy. So Lily's fine. I was looking at her IMDb and I'm like, she's in another great fucking horror movie. Which is? Evil Dead, the remake. Oh, really? Yeah. Looking at it, once I realized that, I'm like, oh, fuck, that is her. Am I dumb or what? I haven't watched that in years, so I've forgotten basically everyone but the main gal who... Jane Levy is her name. She's in Don't Breathe and the Evil Dead remake, and there's no reason why we haven't talked about those already. And knowing is half the battle. The other half is getting away from Clover before he knocks your helicopter out of the sky. That helicopter takes off, and she's fine, as far as we know, again. The last one lands. Our three main characters... Our three people that are left, yeah. They they get on it, and everybody's cool. Everybody's fine. We're all happy. But Clover is, like, right on top of them still. He's right there. Oh, well, no. First, we see the, the stealth bomber drop oh, just yeah. a shitload of bombs down its back that's when they're already up in the sky yeah and then hud he's he's watching and he's he's watching them blow this thing up and he's like yeah they hit it they hit it it's fucking cool and then there's this big cloud of smoke and then clearly the monster's pissed off because he just got fucking set on fire a bunch Mm -hmm. and he just jumps up right into the camera and fucking knocks the helicopter out of the sky and once again don't buy it this is scary it is scary i just don't buy the monster going after a single helicopter that isn't firing on it i buy it just fine it's not like it ruins the movie for me it doesn't I just don't buy it. So the, the helicopter crash and it's all spinny and scary mm. and I don't. That is fucking scary. That 
just the helicopter spinning and it looks like it goes upside down or sideways at one yeah. point and like no thank you and everybody's screaming and freaking out and i'm like hey that's what's gonna happen when i fly to tennessee we're all gonna crash and die and they do that sound effect for the g-force you know that high engine whine that just makes you feel it in your bones yeah oh boy um and then miraculously our three main characters are the only survivors. <laughs> yeah, the pilot's fight. dead. Everybody else is dead. But, you know, the three people that we've been following for the whole movie are fine. The camera's on the ground and nobody's moving yet. But we hear the, we hear on the radio that the hammer down protocol is about to happen. It's about to go down. Everybody gets out of the crash, I said, except the pilot. And uh, Rob has hurt his leg. They're trying to pull him out and he's kind of he's kind of fucked up. Of course, I f- feel like if this was any other movie, they would have pulled his arms off. But <laughs> This is not that movie. <laughs> I want to watch that movie. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> me too, but this is not it. HUD goes back for the camera because he gotta. He's had the camera the whole time. You gotta do it. And this is where this is where Clover like fucking is right above him, and they have that little staring contest for a second. This is also kind of a weird, creepy thing that happens. He gets killed by Clover, and then the camera drops. He drops, and then the camera drops right in front of his face, and it auto focuses on the grass, his dead body, and then the smoke shit happening in the background. That's a really good shot. Yeah, that's that's sort of disturbing. It's they they're could, doing it. They could have fixed it by just not having that long. I'm giving you the badass monster look moment. If she, if Clover had just stepped near them and then looked down and just snapped him up immediately. Because I can buy her eating people. We've established that. What I don't buy is her giving threatening looks. (laughs) This animal does not do that. At no point in the course of this movie has it given the impression that it is anything other than a rage-filled destruction machine. Maybe she liked HUD. That wasn't an I like you look. Maybe she thought she liked him, and then she's like, you know what, fuck you. So now Rob has to take up the mantle of videographer now, because HUD was his friend, so he needs to see it through and shit. I don't know if that's actually what his thought process is, or if he's just like, people... Well, maybe it is. People need to know, because the next scene kind of suggests that that's exactly what he thinks. They do a smart cut here, in that they show the two of them rush to HUD's side, but HUD is very obviously dead. And then the camera cuts. And by the time it cuts back in, they're already hustling towards the... The bridge to shelter under it and that's good because it allows us to sort of sidestep the reason he bothered to pick up the camera in the first place oh yeah they probably had a conversation where she said leave the camera leave the camera and he says but my buddy let's just let you make up whatever that conversation was and let's just keep the action moving that was a smart decision now we need to go to the bridge and wait to die basically yeah so they're they're sitting there they're sad. They're fucked up. And Every- this is the point at which the movie cut out for me. So oh, I don't really? remember the rest of it. Oh my God. It. So everybody's dead. And they, even they say it, they're like, everybody's gone. Everybody's gone. I just want to hear somebody say, but Lily's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so that's something, right? Oh, uh, we hear the sirens. No, if you look, if you look out in the periphery, Lily's helicopter goes down in the background and she is thrown clear so we can tell that it's her. No, I just, can't. I refuse. <laughs> I refuse to believe that. I'm just I'm just pooping on your parade over here. One of them has to survive. So they're they're now just there. We see we hear the sirens. Like I said, that the the military guy said that you will hear sirens. Oh no no on the radio they said if if you hear if you hear the sirens you're in the blast zone. So Rob takes the camera. He looks at it and says, you know, my name is Rob. Whatever this happened at this time and it's now this time whatever. And and these are the people that died that I know of, like my friends. And we're just gonna kind of hang out. And he hands the camera to or he puts a, puts the camera on Beth and she says that you know this is my name and I don't know why this is happening and she's crying and it's really sad i'm sad for them at this point and then they're just kind of they're just kind of waiting there now and then clover shows up like you can hear him he's coming and you you hear the roar i think 
blink and then the bomb goes off. Which basically lets you know that the bomb is about to drop right on top of them. Yes. Yay. And then they get covered in debris, but they can, you, they're still talking for some reason, like very clearly talking, like nothing actually happened to them yet. He's like, Beth, look at me. And he's like, I love you. She's like, I love you too. And then they go boom for real. And then they're all dead. Or are they? The they're gosh. dead. They're definitely dead. Well, actually, maybe not, because I don't know whose voice was at the end of that fucking thing. If they're not dead, it's because they're dying very slowly. Uh, then we cut... They are 100% dying. Yeah, but that's after the credits, we hear that little static and someone say, help us. So, ah! That is a radio broadcast from the bunker in 10 Cloverfield Lane. Oh, <laughs> so this is this is like a full scale invasion. They're doing the water monster in New York and then whatever alien bullshit's happening in wherever <laughs> she is. OK, so then after the bomb goes off, it cuts to them weeks prior on the train coming home from Coney Island. Keeping in mind, like the whole setup was that they were going to go on a date to Coney Island yes. because she'd never been. And so basically they documented their day on this, you know, 90 minute tape and uh and this is where you see the monster pop up. But it's weird because it happened three weeks before. Where the fuck was the monster just hanging out? I mean, you know, it would it would make sense that it's, you know, sorting itself out in the water before it decides to make landfall. What happens, you can kind of see very, very, very subtly in the background. There's a little thing. There's just a little tiny thing that goes down out of the sky. And just before it hits the water, like off to the side, you see a little thing like a shark poke out of the water and then you hear it go and then it goes just sails and then that thing falls in the water and that's it that's it it's just like a split fucking second i'm, so, gonna, I'm gonna have to uh re-watch it it's so hard to see but it's there all right it's like santa claus or jesus <laughs> so i think that's it for cloverfield <laughs> hail satan i mean okay so that's cloverfield this movie's really kind of sad it is, it's not a, a rollicking romp, despite the fact that it does have a running comic relief track on it. It's really, it's nice and short though. I, I appreciate that. It's one it's, of those movies you can pop in and be done in 80 minutes. So do you have any, do you have any other final thoughts? I mean, this movie is absolutely <laughs> thoroughly enjoyable every time I watch it. It's, it never isn't a fun watch. A few irritating elements notwithstanding. You know, I'm going to be I'm going to be watching this off and on again for the rest of my life, so I don't have yeah, a probably. problem throwing down 5 bucks for a new Blu-ray. Can we maybe uh, get this sequel you've been promising us for like 15 years? Yeah, if we maybe? Could, if we could get a nice direct sequel to it, um that would be cool. They've been talking about it for fucking ever. And apparently in 2021 they're like, "Oh, we're we're, we're close." I'm like, "No, you're you're fucking lying to me is what you are." Cuz Cloverfield Paradox was not well reviewed no and also they advertised it fucking one day before it came out no actually they advertised it the day it came out i think it was dropping like right after the super bowl that year though i will say 10 cloverfield lane i haven't met anybody who was like nope that was a piece of crap no because that movie was really good yeah i do think the alien shit was probably tacked on a little bit but i still like it it's still a solid it throws you for a fucking loop real quick which i i appreciate and it's got solid performances i mean i'm no mary elizabeth instead fan but i can't deny (laughs) She's very good in it. John Goodman is amazing in pretty much everything he does. So, yeah, you know, it's 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 a it's a really really good thriller. He's a very scary person in that movie. Yes. But yeah. Well, we we might talk about that one one day. But yeah, Cloverfield, it's a fucking good movie. Be prepared to be a little little bummed out, but then also maybe kind of giggle a little bit cuz TJ Miller is I think he's kind of funny. You think he's not funny at all? I'm not <laughs> saying he's not funny. He's obviously funny, but sometimes he's he's too irritating in this like the the constant hey hey you guys 
Hey, you guys. Hey, hey, guys. You know, I'm just like, God, could you give this guy fewer lines, please? I don't hate it. It doesn't ruin the movie for me. I would just, I really wish they would have found a less annoying person to play him. Nobody hated him yet. Nobody even knew who he was yet, I don't think. It's not even about that. It's just like, he's he's got such an irritating voice. <laughs> He really does. You can't deny that that dude doesn't have an irritating voice. You may like his comedy, whatever, but I would not want to sit down and just have hours of conversation with that fucking voice. I don't care how interesting the shit he has to say is. At some point, I'm just going to be like, I can't hear that voice anymore. You have to shut up now. How many people do you think say that about us? Nobody has to tune into this show. It's not like you have to tune into this show in order to get the new J.J. Abrams movie. But what if you did? Oh, I would feel very sorry for a lot of people. <laughs> and very happy for us, because that would mean that we've finally got enough supporters that we can do this as our job. That was Cloverfield. You should go see it. Matt Reeves, keep making good movies. Yes, please do. Because... I'm a fan. So far, you don't suck. Mm-hmm. So we're good. Also, don't be an asshole. Please don't be an asshole, yeah. Also, uh, hashtag Cloverfield sequel. Let's do it. Matt Reeves, you gotta, you gotta come back for it. I don't care if it's... We'll write it. You'll direct it. I'm sold. It'll be like our cartoon idea. J.J. Abrams can produce it <laughs> if he has to. No, we don't want him to do that. We don't need your money, <laughs> J.J. So, that's it. That's Cloverfield. That's Matt Reeves' birthday and all that shit. Uh, oh, happy birthday, man. Happy birthday, Matt Reeves. Who uh, we know you're a longtime fan. Yeah. That'd be, that'd he be listens awesome. to every episode. That would be fun. Please do. <laughs> if you give enough of a shit, you can follow us on social media and shit on everything at the Shark Pod. Of course, if you're following us on the Shark Pod anywhere, somewhere, there, you should probably also come to our Patreon. I don't know what those two really have to do with each other. They don't really, but I'm not good at segues. We talk about Friday the 13th, 2021 the 13th, where we review every Friday the 13th movie. And right now we're in the middle of 2022, a year in the asylum where we're talking about asylum mockbusters. So join us for that. I am Omega. That's what we're doing. Yes, next we're doing. I am Omega this for month. this for this month, which is I am Legend, the Omega Man, but it's got Mark Dacascus in it, so there's going to be some martial arts against vampire zombie things. I'm definitely more excited about this one than I am in retrospect about Nazi Overlord because that one was a bit of a slog. So in a couple weeks, you can come back and we're going to talk about a movie that I've never seen. How do you pronounce that director's name? Albert Pune. I have no fucking idea. Uh, he directed Cyborg, and well, okay, every one of his movies has a cyborg in it. It's real weird. <laughs> We'll talk about, but we're talking about his movie starring Olivier Gruner. Is that how you say his name? That that guy's I name? I do not know. Uh, <laughs> I did. always called him Oliver, but I know that's wrong. Either way, it's called Nemesis. We're going to talk about that. I'm very excited about this. On one. the next episode, neither I don't think either of us have seen it. Mm -mm, nope. Cool. Well, that that'll be a fun experience for everybody. So tune in in a couple weeks for that. But until then, stay jawsome. <laughs> <laughs>